0: Hello, and welcome to So You Think You Can Rule Persia, the podcast where we rate and review all the kings of Persia from Dayokis to Yazdegur III.
1: I'm Serial and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm Umberto, and my pronouns are he, him. So hello, everybody, and welcome to our episode 40 for Erodes the First.
0: Also, happy anniversary of making this podcast, Umbi. We missed it. I think it was technically last episode, more towards like the one yes. year mark, but I do not really know how to process this. So I will just <laughs> you yeah, know, I'll yeah. say it and then at some this point for a
1: whole entire year. At some point it will dawn on me. Unbelievable. Yes. And we are getting close to like halfway. We're not very far from halfway, which is oh. It's impressive. Oh my goodness. I'm amazed that we've gone that far. But hooray! Oh. Look at us almost shifting the calendar into the single digits and then double digits and triple digits again. It's very fun that we can get this far.
0: And thank you all
1: to the lovely listeners who have been following along so far and which make this not a shouting into the void, but shouting into all of your ears while you're, you know, commuting, doing the washing up, whatever it is you do while you listen. But yeah, so. Thank you very much, and we can presumably look forward to at least another year and then change, depending on how things go. We'll see. But let's get to today's episode, Orodis. So, we are still in the dark age of, oh no, where are the sources? What have you done with the sources? Why are there no sources?
0: When are we getting out of this? I, like, it's just so Uh... sad to go through these parts of history and just (laughs) like have absolutely nothing to go off of Uh, yeah we have some pretty coins i have to say you do an incredibly wonderful job of like still weaving it into an interesting story so we can actually have a (laughs) podcast about it try our
1: best but i yes there are several kings where it's complicated
0: this speculation is killing me
1: Uh, yeah but I think this is the deepest part of the Dark Age, and then we're just slowly clawing our way back into the Source oh. Enlightened area. Okay, okay, I can. So there's hope. You can look forward to rock bottom today, I uh. guess. Hooray! <laughs> but no, it's interesting. Let's say Please. it's
0: just it's the solstice, and from now on everything will be a little bit brighter.
1: Yes, it's the solstice. Eat some nice traditional foods. Have fun, be warm inside, and warm yourself at the fire, and then the sun will come out. And then we get to kick some Roman butt. Oh my god, I
0: can't wait for that. But this is a terrible, (laughs) like, mind fantasy thing to bring up right now, where it's so incredibly warm (laughs) here. At least where I am. (laughs) I don't want to think about being cozy in blankets in winter. I want to think of being in a pool of
1: ice. Damn. (laughs) Well, you know, solstices are cold. But anyway, well, let's quickly recap what happened last time with Guitarses the first, because things happened, not many things, but certain things. So if you remember, what happened last time is that Guitarses succeeded from Mithridates II. The empire was a bit shaky. In the east, there was a usurper called Sinatrukes, who was, you know, not really winning, but not really defeated anyway. He was just standing by, he was allied with some nomads, they made him a nice hat, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. In the west, there was another guy called Mithridates III who rebelled, but Guitarsis managed to defeat him. And the most notable presence in the west was Tigranes the Great, who basically took Armenia, made it independent, and chomped bits of the western empire of Parthia. And Gitarzi's just sort of tried to hold everything together, but didn't really manage to do too much in terms of bettering the empire. Hmm. And then, well, we get all the way to erodes the First today's episode. So who is he? Well, he was either the son or brother of Gitarzi's, which means that he's either the legitimate heir or some other guy who wait why are you in charge now right yeah and the two options sort of fit into how Guitarzi's reign ended because if you remember we said that there were coins in babylon from both erodes and Guitarzes at pretty much the same time so that could be two things either it was like what we said happened with Guitarses and Mithridates, where Guitarses appointed his son as heir, and they ruled together for a few years, for a year or so, and then Guitarses died. Hmm. And this is the most likely case if we are assuming Erodes is his son. Otherwise, it could be that instead they had this civil war, where Arodes tried to take control from Guitarses, and Babylon switched back and forth until Arodes finally killed Guitarses. And this is more likely in the case that they were brothers and maybe, you know, there wasn't a clean line of succession for Orodes to get to the throne. So we had to make do with stabbing your brother. So, Sarah, what's your favorite?
0: Well, we already had a very similar discussion regarding...
1: Yeah, Mithridates and
0: Guitarses. Yeah, regarding Guitarses and like, oh, did he overthrow his father or did his father just like, you know, appoint him co-king and then eventually like, as heir, Mm -hmm. and so you have a smooth transition, which made more sense for, like, the kind of leading and the kind of reigning that Mithridates was doing, right? Right. About Gotharsis and his brother, I don't know what kind of people they were. Gotharsis had some trouble keeping the Empire as well as his father had left it, right? It wasn't terrible, but like, eh.
1: yeah. Also, he had a minimum of two yeah. usurpers during his reign. So, so.
0: also like, Meh. is this only because we find coins with their same portrait like at the same time?
1: I don't. Yeah, that that that's it. That's the only, <laughs> only like, clue we have.
0: I'm also a bit biased because obviously we focused only on Gotarzi's last episode. So I'm like. Yeah, I don't know what his brother was doing. Like, I don't, I haven't heard of him. So like, why would we suppose he was king at the same time? But like, maybe, maybe he was doing important stuff. Yeah. At the same time. I don't know. If he did have usurpers, maybe, I guess I would be like, oh, did people like support his brother? Because also, Guitarsis just died in a very, weird, like, can you remind
1: me what happened? Uh, he just disappears from the sources. He just died at some point. Wasn't terribly old. It wasn't like he died in his 70s. He died somewhere in, uh, what is it? His, well, it's either 40s or 60s, depending on
0: mm. who you trust. Yeah, yeah. So it could True. be a natural death. We also don't know.
1: Who knows? Could also be just he fell off his horse like Seleucus second. Yeah. That's it. That's what <laughs> I died. was thinking of. <laughs>
0: I don't know because, like, then he would have had some, like, battles with his brother, right? Like, he had other usurpers, so why wouldn't his brother have I mean, maybe he taken did, advantage but, of
1: this, you know, um, weakness? Yeah, maybe there was one battle where he just got ambushed and killed, and that's it.
0: I, you're telling me to choose, and I'm like, I'm trying to make an informed decision, but there's nothing. Like, there's literally there no, like, what, like, going there are off of two what? Pretty coins and context. I'll say he didn't manage to keep everything as orderly as he could have because he was dealing with, like, his brother rebelling. I don't know. Okay, fair. Let's add that to
1: the pile of two Extra version to discuss amongst. But yeah, so apparently the version we've gone with is Rhodes is actually the brother of Guitarsis and overthrew him Becoming king in late 81 and occupying Babylon, April of 80.
0: Like, if we're making our own history, you can as well go with, like, a gladiator storyline. <laughs> of, like, yes, you know, Gotarces had been appointed heir, but then Mithridates at the last moment was like, actually, your brother, I expect you to take over, I don't know. <laughs> that also would make no sense, because that was a stupid, stupid decision from... <laughs> Marcus and Antonius Aurelius. Yes. Aurelius, I always <laughs> mess them up. Marcus Aurelius, like who would do that? Yeah, to but just, it's a good like, movie. So yeah, it's a great movie, very Hollywood, but you know.
1: But yeah, so Erodes made his way through gladiatorial fields to arrive finally. Kill his brother. <laughs> yeah, hooray, he's of king. Course. Done. Why not? So good to know. And. Well, I didn't actually mention, there's one extra thing that we have from Erodes when he's a prince, because maybe, again, because we don't have the name. If you remember, Mithridates II had a big sculpture of himself and some courtiers next to the one of Darius the Great, Mm -hmm. and essentially one of these figures is next to Guitarses and is assumed to be Arodes by certain scholars, but the... The writing for the name has eroded off, so that's gone and we have nothing. But Hmm. some people have assumed that, oh, this was Guitarsis saying, look, here's my heir, he's he's a Rhodes, look at him. But it could just be a random noble who was helpful at the time. But yeah. So let's move out of the mists of not knowing what's going on into what's happening to our West, because there is chaos everywhere. So much chaos, Ariel, there is like stuff going on. Because, well, as you can assume, Rome had entered the Eastern Theater, and this is messing everything up for everyone. Because Rome first arrived into Asia in 133, when the king of Pergamon, who was aged and uh, dying, made the decision of just giving his kingdom to the Romans in his will. Why would you do this? His reasoning was... The Romans are going to take it anyway. I might as well save my people from war. Uh, fair. <laughs> actually, actually, fair. That didn't stop war because the king's, I can't remember if son or brother, but a relative of the king then started a war against the Romans saying, No, we don't want the Romans here. Let us be ourselves in peace. And they were crushed. Mm. Turns out war bad. <laughs> yes. So now Rome is in Anatolia, and in Anatolia, they're basically taking the place that the Seleucids had, contacting and patronizing the many different Anatolian kingdoms that were in the area. But being Romans, of course, they did not really treat them as equals. They treated them as inferiors and saying, oh, yes, I mean, we'll grant you an audience if you're good. We'll take care of you if you follow our rules. That I don't whole like Roman imperialist thing. I don't like the Romans. Turns out... Yes. Huh? Well, you might like our next character, who incidentally is going to be our next Patreon special in... Ooh. We haven't decided the order yet, but he's going to be in the new series. A man called Mithridates the Sixth, or Mithridates, the Great of Pontus. Oh, yeah, fun. Because he has decided that he is going to break the Romans and kick them out of Asia and make sure that Anatolia is at least controlled by people who are from Anatolia and not a distant far-off empire. So Mithridates declared war on the Romans by deposing some of their client kings and began what is called the First Mithridatic War after him. So it started really well for him because most of Anatolia just said, yes, please, we would like to join your empire. Thank you very much. We don't like the Romans. And also he had a terrible, terrible plot, which is very effective, but also extremely brutal, of in one night organizing to kill every Roman in Asia. Uh, Excuse me, what? Everyone, every single Roman was killed. Like I know that I just said that I don't like the
0: Romans, but like yeah, I also do not like genocide. Yeah, which is
1: why uh, I don't like the Romans. That will put like, a blemish on like, you. Like, I do you know? Yes, fighting genocide with genocide is a questionable choice. But hey, no, hey, nothing wrong. Mithridates is a complicated person. <laughs> He does a lot of wrong things. That's kind of his brand. Damn. Maybe we will do this episode after
0: all, because now I'm like, (laughs) what the heck?
1: Yes. And then after this, Mithridates launched an invasion of Greece, presenting himself as the liberator of the Greek people against Roman oppression. Although it's interesting to note that Mithridates displayed himself as both the heir to Alexander the Great and the heir of the Achaemenids, because... He did sort of have family ties in both directions, which is interesting because he just uses whichever version suits him best whenever he's around.
0: uh, Why wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. But a mixture of Mithridates' poor handling of Greek politics because the Greek city-states hate each other more than anything else, and so that makes things complicated. And then the Romans invading under Sulla after he'd done the whole coup against Marius making himself... Consul, because screw you, I'm in charge. You know, some more politics. Yeah. Mithridates was forced to retreat back to his kingdom and be defeated. But then he decided that what he didn't have the first time was help. He needed <clears throat> allies. He needed to assemble people to help kick Roman butt. So he gathered support from the Cilician pirates, which are basically in the southern coast of Anatolia and At this very moment, have kidnapped Julius Caesar and are holding him for ransom. Oh. So that's going on right now. Cool. How did that go for them? They were all crucified. Ah, right. Very Roman. But he did ask them to raise the ransom for him because he thought he was worth more than what they were asking. (laughs) So that's very Caesar of him.
0: Ah, Ah. Julius Caesar, everybody. Turns out, not a good man when you get down to it. It's all about hey. the framing and the, you know, marketing.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Augustus is worse, though. We'll, we'll yeah. get to him when we get to I did to not him. say he was better. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so Mithridates gathers support from the Cilician Pirates. He sponsors his own Ptolemy for the Egyptian throne. Then he writes letters all around. He writes one to Tigranes, the great of Armenia. Oh, look, another Patreon extra.
0: <laughs> we are so good with the
1: plugs this episode. Yes. Look at us go. <laughs> Professional broadcasters. And Willie contacts Tigranes and says, Hey, listen, you've eclipsed Parthia outside of Mesopotamia. How about you help me kick out the Romans and we can split Anatolia between us? How's that sound? This always works out. Yes, sounds good. Tigranes at the time was busy going through Syria and deporting 300,000 citizens. To his new capital, because cities need uh, people, and he didn't that. have them in the place.
0: Love uprooting people whose like entire lives for generations have been in one place, and being like, you live here now. That, yeah. it doesn't cause trauma at all to a culture. That's fine.
1: No, we love that's that. cool.
0: Please note the sarcasm. Oh my god. <laughs> yes.
1: I mean, they were also living around Antioch, so... Presumably the 57th consecutive Seleucid Civil War wasn't too easy to live through either, but yeah. you'd rather have a choice in moving, wouldn't you? But Mithridates also sent a letter to our Orodes, our protagonist. Remember him? We mentioned him at the beginning of the episode. Mm. And Orodes appears to have not sent a reply back to Mithridates because, well, what's this row? We've never met a Roman. They're far away. Frankly, I don't <laughs> never heard of them. on. Yeah, they're like a weird tribe from the West. Sure, whatever. You have fun, Mithridates. Damn. Well, what was Erodes doing? He had two things to concern him. First of all, he was fighting with the vassal kingdom of Elemais. In 77, they were rebelling. So he decided to just have a little invasion to put them in their place. And it seems to have worked. They backed down and decided that, yes, no, we're not becoming independent because we're surrounded by Parthian territory. This isn't going to happen. But the most serious problem was Sinatrukes. Remember him. He was the son of Mithridates I of Parthia and essentially the cousin of Mithridates II. So he's an old man by this point. He's in his like 70s or 80s by now. But Sinatrukes had been in rebellion since the start of Guitarzi's reign. So he had been in rebellion for like A good uh, 15 years or so, thereabouts. You know, you get good at rebellions when you do that. Yeah. But it seems that at this point, he had managed to gather an extremely large army of nomads from the steppe and Sakistan, where his main power base was. And he had declared war on Rhodes and was coming from Mesopotamia to reclaim the throne that he believed was his. So... In the year 76, Sinatrukes gathered this large army, and we don't have many details, but we know that he marched on Mesopotamia, captured Rhodes, killed him, and made himself king. Well, well, So this is the end of the dynasty descended from Mithridates II. No! Because we now jump back to the dynasty of Mithridates I.
0: What the f***? (laughs) like we had the incredible mithridates and it's like okay whoops uh, sorry yeah it turns out it was not in the jeans everybody no it was preparation not blood (laughs) i want to (laughs) cry
1: but i told you snotruki's has a good hat so you can look forward to that next episode i mean yay i guess i mean what do you want more than good hats there is nothing more sweet than good hat but yeah so Serial, are you ready to rate this man i mean i guess For the like two things been we like, know it's been like what 15 20 minutes i uh, sure it's not been very long no i really struggled making an episode out of him it was difficult but Sorry, let's see everybody. if he's the worst or sacked or if he's better than someone
0: <laughs> i mean <laughs> This feels so mean, because also it's like, he could have been awesome. He could have been terrible. We just don't know.
1: So uh... I mean, the one war we know he fought, he lost. So how good can he have been, really? That's fair. I don't think we will cry for him very much. But let's at least get to dunking on him for a while. (laughs) Okay, so let's begin to rate him. Our first category is Final Moments. How interesting was his death of presumably being killed by his distant cousin? His thir- second cousin th- twice removed, I think it is. Uh, I don't know if it deserves a one because it's... No, it doesn't deserve a one. It's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I... Cause like We don't have the detail that he was killed. We just have the detail that he disappears from history. So
0: Yeah, we don't even know nah. if like this was the thing that did it
1: oh yeah, he might have just gotten a really bad cold one day and then just dropped dead. We honestly do not know. It isn't like, oh, he went off to this battle,
0: never heard from again, right? No, it's just, oh look, the coins changed. Weird. Yeah. Like, even if we didn't have the details, at least if he had just gone into like some kind of campaign, we would be like, eh, yeah, probably didn't make it
1: back, huh? Yeah, I mean, since it was... A distant member of the family, it's likely that it was a death by civil war, but the fact that we don't really know pulls me down to a zero. How about you?
0: Yeah, I can't. I was trying to be like, well, maybe, you know, (laughs) but like, I can't really justify
1: it. Sorry, we don't know enough. And I think probably Parthian historians didn't know much about him either. So there we go. Mm. So... With a 0 and a 0, we get a 0 out of 10 for final moments. Our next category is Battle Hardness. How good was he at war and fighting? Bad. He lost. Although I was a bit too harsh last time. Like, five minutes ago. Yeah, I was gonna say... Excuse me. (laughs) Because, basically, if we agree that he did start a civil war against his father, or brother, brother, as the case may be, as you said at the beginning, then he did win that war... Yeah, but
0: Umberto, I I made that up. I don't know <laughs> oh, <laughs> if maybe.
1: that happened. Maybe one thing that we know he succeeded in was winning a war against the kingdom of Elemais that was a vassal. He got them back into vassalship status, so that's pretty good. Yes, yeah, so you were being mean just for being mean before. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. but then he lost the civil war with his distant cousin and lost everything. So. I'm floating between a 1 and a 2, and I feel like I'm being generous no matter what I choose. I will go for a 1. Yeah, I was going to say that, So I think a 1 is the best choice, because otherwise, no. What the hell. So with a 1 and a 1, we get a 2 out of 20 for battle hardness. Next category is scheminess. How good was he at plots and manipulations. Again. If he overthrew his father slash brother, that wasn't even plotting. That bit. would have been battle, right? Yeah, well, I
0: don't know. Maybe.
1: I mean, it. it I mean, that's the point. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we have no proof that he did something schemey. I feel like that is a zero. If I've ever heard one, that's kind of it. So yeah, I'm gonna go with a zero. Yeah, How about same. you? Same. Okay. So 0 and a 0 gives us a 0 out of 20 for scheminess. Next category is shock factor. How shocking was this man? And? Not especially. <laughs> he had a coin know. at the same time as another man. Is that shocking? <laughs> is that scandalous? Is it too close for your Victorian sensibilities? I don't know. But yeah, there's no real shock to speak of here. So no. I'm going to go with a 0. And yeah. I guess you're same. matching. Same. So 0 to zero, zero 0 out of 20 for shock factor. Our next category is Aaron Shine. How good was he for the Empire in general and Iran in particular? Uh, on the upside, he helped get Elemis back into the fold, which is good, I guess, for the Empire. On the downside, he ignored calls for help against Rome, which, you know, if he'd helped, who knows how things might have gone. And also, mm. the worst thing is that he sort of... He is the death of his part of the family.
0: Yeah, that sucks. And he loses
1: civil war to a distant cousin from whom all the next Parthian kings will be descended.
0: I mean, like, I don't know if that's necessarily bad. It's just, like, your father would be so disappointed. And... Yeah. And... I don't know, maybe these new
1: people coming into the Empire are actually going to be better for the Empire. So, like... I mean, they have an interesting relationship with the Sakas, which is, you know, cool. And, hey, it's always nice to have multiple ideas. But, mm. yeah, erodes for his side, I think that he is... Again, he is not destroying the Empire, but he is doing nothing, nothing to, to really help. Like help. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to aim for a two. I will trust you in that, then. Yeah, because he's... You know, it didn't he, hurt it, but like, eh. He contributed very little, and he lost the Civil War, and that's always destabilizing.
0: Yeah, of course. So,
1: I think a 2 is fair. Yeah, so with a 2 and a 2, that gives him a 4 out of 20 for Aaron Shine. Our next category is Face of Faces. What do you think this man looked like?
0: Well, I do not have so that many go thoughts. <laughs> so... Yes. I'm gonna need a moment. All right, let me see. Portrait has been uploaded. I feel like in this one, you can just see my absolute, just, I, I, I give up. I I am so done with the dark ages of information. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I don't know anymore what to do.
1: Yes, I agree. It is complicated to get everything together. But if we're getting there, don't worry. The next one is better than this one. This was the worst so far. But let me pick up Serial's drawing. Okay, so here we are. (laughs) Nice. Good. So Serial has drawn a silhouetted figure with a prominent robe, beard, and nice jeweled tiara, as we've been seeing so far. Yeah, you know, the things that I know about Because like yes, (laughs) and to the left we have a speech bubble saying "Help us with Rome," and Arrodes just saying "No." (laughs) And then in the bottom right corner there are question marks saying, "Honestly, I don't even know at this point." I just, (laughs) which I assume is the author's note. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, fair. So thank you, Serial, for that Arrodes. Which is more information on Erodes than anybody has had historically. And listeners, if you want to see it, go as usual on our website, which is linked in the description of the episode. And now let me show Serial what Erodes actually look like. Because we know for some reason. Yes, well, we the one we thing know. we have is coins. So here he is. What do you think?
0: Ah, uh, this uh, honestly. He looks like a kind man. I don't know. Yeah, I think he seems nice. Yeah, it might be the propaganda, but you know. He has like a kind face. It's a coin with a profile to the left, like looking to the left. We see the jeweled tiara, which is really cute. It still has this like sun or flower like on the side Mm -hmm. and it covers the ears and it goes like back on the back of the head. The beard is shorter than I drew it, you know, more of a like rounder beard with like little curls. It's very cute.
1: It's a nice beard.
0: And slightly, like, curved down nose. And, I, yeah, I don't know. He has, like, a kind yeah. expression. I think
1: it's just because of how the eyebrows and the eyes yeah, are. Yeah, he seems nice. And his nose is reduced from the previous generations. Yeah. Although I also like his earring. It's just popping out there. It's like, oh, hello, earring. So, that's neat. And, yeah, I think erodes looks... He looks more impressive than he is. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. I, you know... If I saw him, I'd be like, hey, do you want to grab a beer? That'd, that'd be, <laughs> he seems approachable. So what what were you thinking in score-wise? I don't know. I'm not that impressed. I like... you' not. I like his kind face. I like, like that, I, I yeah. Was, I was going to go for a six for the
0: kind face. Honestly, yeah, that, that seems fair. I'll
1: go for a six as well. Nice. So congratulations, Herodes. That's not your mo- Or is it? That's not your most impressive score, but it is up there. (laughs) Or is it? Has
0: to check notes. (laughs) Yes.
1: So with a six and a six, that gives us a three out of five for face of faces. Our next category is lengthiness. How long do you think this man rolled with no sources? God, I don't know. It could be anything from like two years to 20
0: with no sources, but I'm going to say (laughs) five years. Five years
1: is very, very close, actually, Damn. because it was four years.
0: I keep getting this right.
1: What is happening? <laughs> Best skill. He ruled from 80 to 76 BC, ruling a grand total of four years divided by ten. That gives us a 0.4 out of five for lengthiness. And that takes us to the final score, which is to say a 9.4 out of 100, which places him Firmly between Seleucus Third, about which we had nothing to say, and vod the I, about <laughs> which we had nothing to say. So Makes he's sense. in his league. <laughs> Congratulations, Erodes. You are placed between the people of whom we know very little. Yeah, it tends to go that way if you have no sources. Yeah, not great. But hey. But... Leads us to the final question. Is he nope. unsourced enough? Next. Mysterious enough? Shady enough to be a Shahanshah? Shah, or is he just a Shahanah? Like, unless you're Bardia. <laughs> yeah, but Bardia had a story. He was like a Which dude. Which I can't remember we if we things. gave him Shahanshah. Shah. We did not give him Shah. But like, Shah. maybe
0: we should, since we're still talking about him.
1: <laughs> he is memorable. I guess... When we get to the end, we can round off any yeah. odd numbers with a... We can a see. P- ...pick up again. But, yeah. So, yeah, sorry, Erodes. Your main contribution to history is being the first Erodis to the second Erodis, which is more interesting mm. than you. It happens. So, look forward to that in a few episodes. the second, much better. So, yeah, that leads us to the end of this episode. We would like to thank a couple of new Patreons that joined since last time, Patron patrons, patrons. who joined since last time, yeah. which are Elspeth Olsen and A-Ninja. So if you want to join them and hear the extra episodes that are coming soon, then uh, please go to patreon.com forward slash so you think you can rule Persia, all one word, or follow the link in our description. And if you don't want to support us, monetarily you can also just write a review or rate us in your podcast app of choice it takes a second and it lets other people know that we exist and spread the news but yeah so that's all for today we hope you'll join us next time for Cinetrukies. I promised a good hat you'll be getting a good hat if for nothing else join for the hat and uh, we hope you have a nice week and we'll see you next time Take care, everybody. Bye.